Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Augusta, and today I'll be talking about one of the coolest founding members of Fort Collins. Many people who have lived in Fort Collins their entire lives have heard about Auntie Stone, but do you really know what she did for Fort Collins? This woman was groundbreaking in a time when women had limited access to political means and were restricted from doing things just purely based on the fact that they weren't male. In her 60s, she was a significant founder of Fort Collins and helped to shape it into the town that it is today. So what do you think of when you think of Fort Collins? I think of historic downtown, horse tooth, and no parking spaces. But Fort Collins used to look very different than we know it today. It started out as a military fort. The original Camp Collins is named after an army commander, William Collins, who was stationed in Fort Laramie in Wyoming. The camp was across from where Vern's is in the port today. And it was stationed there because of growing concerns about Native American attacks along the Overland Trail, which had been pushed down into Colorado. Laporte was an important station on the trail, but in 1864, the camps flooded. So the army reconsidered if they needed a permanent post and where the best location was for it. They decided to make Fort Collins a more permanent structure than Camp Collins and built it on a hill so it wouldn't flood. And that's the beginning of Old Town. At this time, it was the end of the Civil War, the beginning of the Indian Wars, and the Overland Trail was used frequently. There were also mineral rushes across the Western United States, including upcoming ones in Colorado in the early 1870s. This brought way more men than women because they didn't plan on staying in Colorado. So why haul the entire family out when you're just going to go back home once you strike it rich? In 1860, women in Colorado were outnumbered by men by a ratio of one to 32, which is an insane gap in numbers. Can you imagine that few women in the society? No wonder there's all those stories of the Wild West. This is like a boys only dorm in college, but like on steroids. So the soldiers on Fort Collins, which numbered up to about 200 soldiers at max capacity, lacked having that homey feel that having a mother figure gave. That gap was filled by a woman called Auntie Stone. Her husband, Lewis, was asked to run the officer's mess hall in Fort Collins, starting when the fort was built in 1864. Lewis Stone unfortunately died near the end of the time that the fort was running in 1867, but his wife, Elizabeth Stone, stayed in Fort Collins. The soldiers then gave her the nickname Auntie, and that nickname stuck with her for the rest of her life. Now, think about it. Auntie Stone was 60 years old when she came bumping across Kansas in a covered wagon to come to Colorado. I don't know many six-year-olds that would be that determined to come to Colorado when there's not a train or interstate or airplane. But Elizabeth Stone had lived in the Western United States since her marriage in the 1820s. She was a true pioneer woman. She had knowledge about how to live on the frontier that you would not get without experiencing it. So when she came to Colorado and came to Fort Collins, she already had knowledge that would serve her well in the Fort Collins community. She knew how to make a new settlement work. Both her first and her second husbands worked in politics, which gave her further political skills that she could use in Fort Collins. She was a queen at making the situation work for her. 
During the ride from Kansas City to Denver in the covered wagon, Auntie Stone would milk the cows that pulled the wagon in the morning and let the bumpy road churn the butter during the day and then sold the butter to make money. After the fort was abandoned in 1867, Auntie not only helped to establish the town of Fort Collins, but she also was determined to make it a thriving town. She was not willing to settle for a podunk farming community. She started with a school. She hosted the first school in Fort Collins in an upstairs bedroom of her two-story cabin. The really cool part about this is that her cabin is still around. It's by the Old Town Library in Heritage Park. It's one of the oldest standing buildings in Fort Collins and the only building from the original fort. Just by hosting the school in her home, Auntie Stone made a statement. She wanted the town to know that she was here to stay and here to make a difference. From her time in Fort Collins, she holds a list of firsts. She was the first female taxpayer and landowner in, Fort, in Larimer County. She built the first brickyard in Northern Colorado. She had the second grist mill in Northern Colorado and built the first brick house in Fort Collins. And at the end of her life, she was one of the first women to vote in Fort Collins. At the age of 93 in 1894, Auntie Stone cast her first ballot. She's quoted to have said, I have waited a lifetime for this privilege. And she cast her vote again the following year before her death in 1895 at the age of 94. The whole town mourned. Businesses were closed and the bell in the old town firehouse rang 94 times for each year of her life. Though she had little to no political power in comparison to her male counterparts, Auntie Stone made tremendous contributions to the city of Fort Collins. For this, she deserves to be honored. If she can do that much without the vote, think about what that means for women today. You have so much power in that vote and it's important that you use it. Women like Auntie Stone had to wait their whole lives to cast a vote, but you don't have to. As 2020 is the 100th anniversary of women in the United States being given the right to vote, learn about their struggle and hardships, but most importantly, stand with those powerful women and vote. Thank you for listening. Be sure to look for more information about Fort Collins history the next time you visit a bathroom in downtown Fort Collins from me or one of my classmates.